take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. So glad you're joining me today for this four-part series on the grace of forgiveness. Today is our first episode. It's called The Doorway. What we're going to talk about is the very first step, the first key to forgiveness, without which we can have all the intellectual knowledge about the concept of forgiveness, but still be unable to actually experience it. That's what we're talking about today, that first step, that first requirement into that doorway to forgiveness. Love is everywhere. It's all around us. It's in fact, the very fabric of our existence. Divine intelligent love is the very power that is breathing us and it maintains all that is in perfect order, harmony and balance with a mathematical precision, which is truly beyond our capacity to fathom. And at our best, we humans potentially are conduits for that divine love and um, it's more and more perfected expression if we choose to be. When we're connected to the energy of love, we feel amazing. Our energy is high. I mean, think of the feeling of being in love. If you can remember falling in love, particularly in the early days, you have boundless energy. You don't need sleep. You don't need food. You feel invincible as though you could literally survive on love itself. And you have this feeling that nothing could bring you down. It's as if through the love we feel for another being, the, the love that we already are, is awakened. It opens our heart to an even higher dimension of universal love. And in that state of expansion, you're actually in close harmony with your true nature. You're aware of the love that is all around. And it was always there, but you become alive to it. And for a time, you touch that truth, that love is really all there is. And yet, and yet, we all no periods of darkness where we feel separated from that love, where all we can taste are ashes, where we're intensely grieving, or where we can't feel anything at all. Our level of awareness is very much tied to our own personal vibration of thoughts and feelings through our nervous system. And we're unable to perceive the love and to feel connected to it when we're stuck in a negative place of survival emotions. Uh, and that is in a stress response of the nervous system. And that happens because, well, something happened. We got our heart broken. We lost something. Maybe we lost a job. Maybe we lost a relationship. Maybe we lost our reputation. We were betrayed or shamed or let down. Or maybe we were the ones who hurt someone else. 
by something we did or didn't do, and we can't forgive ourselves. Whatever our particular life situation and circumstances, there's something or there's someone we haven't yet been able to forgive. It might have happened yesterday or last year or 10 years ago, or maybe even a very long time ago, maybe even sometimes before we were born. Some things have been carried through the family bloodline as things that we don't talk about and we certainly don't forgive. One way or another, we're unable to move beyond this thing. Or maybe you're okay. Maybe you've made peace with a great deal in your life. Or maybe you think, I'm good. I don't really hold grudges anymore. That's not really me. I don't, I don't have an ax to grind, you know. Well, I've said similar things myself. But in my experience, the forgiveness work that we have to do just gets subtler and more primal. How do you know if you have forgiveness work to do? The answer is, if you're breathing. (laughs) If you have a pulse, you have forgiveness work to do. Think of the Dalai Lama, someone that we might consider to be above all of that. He calls the Chinese government his sacred friend. Our sacred friends are the ones who are most difficult to forgive. Even the Dalai Lama is going through a forgiveness process. So what is the first and most important key, that doorway to forgiveness? Willingness. Willingness. Even if we don't know how to forgive, even if our pain or hurt or betrayal or bitterness or guilt seems to dwarf us and we have no idea how to forgive, we can still be willing to forgive. David Hawkins, the great American sage, developed what he called a scale of consciousness, which was a, uh, which is a logarithmic scale from one to 1000, classifying and characterizing the energy fields of well-recognized attitudes and emotions and their corresponding spiritual power. Willingness is one of the energy fields described by his scale of consciousness as a state in which we have developed the ability to see possibility and to do our best in any situation. So willingness is the doorway to other elevated states of consciousness. Now understand that when I talk about elevated states, I'm talking about higher frequency emotional states. We're not judging lower states, but there is a recognition that certain states are life contracting and others are life expanding, life promoting. So willingness is life expanding, it's life promoting, and it's required in order for us to endeavor to forgive because forgiveness is a process. It's not something we do just once. It's something that we endeavor to do. And if willingness isn't there, we can't even begin this process. We need the will in willingness to help us get beyond the gravitational pull of the past. So how do we activate our willingness to forgive? We do so not because we know how to forgive, but because we know why we want to forgive. Why do you want to forgive? Even if you can't articulate it yet, simply put, 
there can be no peace in your heart without forgiveness. Forgiveness offers freedom. And every human being wants to be free. Forgiveness releases us into a new present. And it it delivers us to a new future. Why? The truth is we cannot create anything new when we are stuck in the past. And the places of unforgiveness within us are places of stuck energy. That energy is frozen in time. It's frozen in the past where our body has memorized on a cellular level the emotion associated with the event or the person or the situation that we are still blaming now. So actually, we can't be present in the present because we're living in the past. At least that's what our body believes. Without forgiveness, our lives get smaller and smaller and our life force diminishes. The more we nurse the hurts of the past, ruminating over what someone did to us or how we were betrayed or victimized or what we ourselves did to hurt somebody else, the more we replay the story of what happened or how it should have been different or how they should have been different or I shouldn't have done what I did, with all of its associated emotion, the more deeply we ingrain them into our body and our brain via our neural pathways because we're repeating the same sequence of thoughts and emotions over and over again to the point where the emotional energy associated with that story gets stuck in our energy centers, these centers of consciousness in the body where there are plexuses of nerve tissue and glands and organs. And eventually it can lead to disease. Now there is a very clear biological process by which this occurs, which is beyond the scope of today's program. But suffice to say that replaying the same old story has biological consequences in our organism. Thus, by our lack of forgiveness, by our our holding on, to resentment and blame and judgment, whether it's toward ourself or somebody else or a condition or a situation in the world, we are only hurting ourselves. We alone suffer the consequences of our unforgiveness. It dims our light. It dims our life force. And we came here to shine. We came here to experience more life. The power that's breathing us is seeking a freer, fuller expression of life by means of us in the form of a life that we truly love living. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. The Buddha said, judge nothing, you will be happy. Forgive everything, you will be happier. Love everything, you will be happiest. Happiness and fulfillment, more life. That's our destiny. And we ourselves are the only ones who can stand in our way. Nobody else can make you unhappy without your permission. This is a good time to clear up some potential misunderstandings here with three key points to remember. If you're experiencing a lack of willingness to forgive, in other words, resistance. If you're experiencing resistance to forgiving, even though you know it would be good for you, We could also call these three points what forgiveness isn't. First point, 
You may have been unwilling to forgive in the past because you believe that certain things or people are not worthy of forgiveness. But forgiveness is never about the other person. And whether someone deserves to be forgiven or not has nothing to do with your ability to forgive them. Whether someone deserves to be forgiven or not has nothing to do with your ability to forgive them. The forgiveness is for you. It's for the life you're living and the life you're willing to live. Point number two, forgiveness does not mean letting someone or something off the hook. It's not about condoning destructive habits or behaviors. And it doesn't mean that you let other people walk all over you. (laughs) The divine paradox here is that once you truly forgive, you will be far less likely to attract the same situation that caused the hurt in the first place. Point number three, you may have been unconsciously unwilling to forgive because you've made an identity out of your pain and victimhood. And you unconsciously know that if you were to let go of that, well, who would you be? There's a fear around that. If you intuit that this might be the case for you, are you willing to give for, forgive, give for, to give that limited perception of who you thought you were for a far greater version of yourself. That's the road to freedom. Forgiveness is a practice. It's the oldest spiritual practice, and it is a process of spiritual alchemy where we transform our pain, our hurt, our anger, our resentment, our guilt on a regular basis. In other words, whenever it comes up, we transmute it into wisdom by interpreting meaning from our experience. What was the meaning of that experience? If I had designed it to give myself a greater life, What meaning could I interpret from that experience? And this is how we create a new beginning. So rather than being discouraged every time the painful feelings surface in your process of forgiveness, understand that each time that happens is an opportunity because those feelings are coming up for healing. It's an invitation to reintegrate energy that was bound up in separation. It takes energy to hold parts of ourself in separation, you know, because our nature is oneness, wholeness, unity. So the practice of forgiveness liberates that stuck energy so that it can be directed creatively toward the fulfillment of your highest dream and vision for your life. Wouldn't you rather have that energy that you've been using to hold up a wall inside yourself freed up? for what you really want to create in your life. So to recap, at the beginning of the process, you don't have to know how to forgive. You just need to be willing to forgive. You just need to have a corner of your mind open to the possibility 
that you could forgive. And even if what you have to forgive seems so much bigger than you, you'll discover that the power that's breathing you is far bigger than it. And as your willingness expands, your heart softens. And when your heart softens, your love grows and you can begin to heal your inner divisions. Once again, it all comes back to love. Love heals all separation. Forgiveness is the practice of bridging our human self with our divine self. The grace of forgiveness is that it causes us to transcend our self-limiting paradigms. It lifts us up to a higher state of being where we are already free, where we are already beyond all circumstances and conditions. I mean, the condition of being human itself is a unique opportunity to consciously experience the infinite within the finite. And forgiveness is the bridge that allows us to presence more of the infinite side of our nature into our experience in the moment. And that's when we can be truly present. So here are a few questions for you to consider going forward as you begin a journey into the grace of forgiveness. What's your why? Why are you at a point now of considering being willing to forgive? What brought you to that point? What's it costing you to hold on to your unforgiveness? And how would you be freed if you were willing to soften your heart? How would that free you? I love to hear from you always. And I love when you share your perspective on these questions. So feel free to do so. Next week on our journey into the grace of forgiveness, we'll go more deeply into the process of forgiving someone who has hurt you. Join me for that. Thank you for joining me in the grace space where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.